Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday. Little little fluke there. Yeah. Almost. Thank God we were only like a minute, like 60 seconds into this because I clicked the wrong X out of the wrong box and clicked out of our recording. So I'm back. (laughs) I was like, um, Um, hello? (laughs) I just disappeared. She's like, was that you or was that technical? And I'm like, nope, it was me. That was me thing. Um, (sighs) whoa today went by fast we were both texting each other earlier like man this went this Monday flew by typically it's like Mondays I feel like my Tuesday through Thursdays are my heavy meeting days but no today I was in back to back to back to back to backs and it was just like all of a sudden it was three o'clock and I was like holy crap like where did this day go so um we were supposed to record in person tomorrow but we decided we were going to go um, check out the pretty sure location for our meetup. But we, I wanted Steph to see it in person. Um, we're going to go meet the owner tomorrow, have some wine, have some charcuterie. I and, can't um, wait. Then hopefully next week we'll be able to confirm the time and location. And I'm so excited because I mean, I've down. been to wine bars before, like I kind of know what to expect, but they're all different as far as like service and what wines they serve and everything. So you like just said how great it is. So I'm just, I can't wait to like get there and actually have like a visual of it and like visualize the second WOM meetup and get an yes. idea of how it's going to be. So I can't wait. I'm so yeah. excited. We honestly, Jeff and I, I have the highest expectations just because when Jeff and I went, we had amazing service. And then I've been, um, I had reached out to the owner on Instagram and we had talked and she was great. And then her and I have been emailing back and forth the last week and she's been really amazing and basically really accommodating to just be, cause she like wants us to be there. Like she really wants us to be able to do the meetup there. She sees it being an awesome fit. I see it being an awesome fit. So I'm excited to like take you there tomorrow, go through all the details together and see if it's going to work. I can't wait. So I think we should remind people again. I know we don't have details. We'll probably announce them in the next week or two, but what was the date again? It was um, November. It is going to be Saturday, November 5th. Put it on the calendar. That date is for sure happening. It will for sure be happening somewhere in Northern Orange County area. Cause everywhere we have looked into doing has been like Anaheim, Fullerton, like orange, like this general vicinity. So just know, put it in the book and we'll be letting you guys know like the actual location and time, hopefully next week. So fun. I am looking forward to it. I know. Honestly, I remember our last meetup exceeded my expectations and it was like one of the funnest afternoons with everyone. So I'm just really looking forward to doing it again. So excited. I'll I'll have a, a new TikTok dance ready for, for you guys for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I was just thinking of that yesterday because I saw somebody do one. Like it was like at a meetup and they did, but it, it wouldn't work for us. But I was just like, 
Oh my God, that was so funny when we did our TikTok last time. We'll have to do one again. We have to. That has to become a tradition. <laughs> yeah, we need um, Beyonce, speaking... somebody to come out with another Beyonce <laughs> yes. trend. Well, things I'm not excited and looking forward to. Um, I have an RTO update, which you just asked me what RTO is. <laughs> Return to office. Yeah. <laughs> I told I told her, I'm like, I feel like I spend too much time on LinkedIn. Like these aren't even like phrases we use at work. Like they're just things I read on LinkedIn. I'm honestly in like acronym world. Everybody's obsessed with using acronyms at my job. And I feel like I'm learning new ones every day. And I'm always just like trying to catch up and like figure out what everything means. So I had not seen RTO used. Let me add it to my Rolodex. Yeah. (laughs) So you guys Um, got an update. What happened? Yeah. So RTO returned to office. Um, So I've been going in twice a week. I've been going in on Mondays and Tuesdays. And they are increasing that. So I've been going Mondays and Tuesdays because they've only had services open to students. Offices have only been open Monday through Thursday. So it's worked. Um, But they're adding Friday now, which is such a bummer. Um, So I will be going in three days a week for now. So it's going to be on a rotating schedule in my department. So half of the department will go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, one week, and then you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that next week, and then it'll keep rotating um, every other week. So pros, I don't have to be in every Friday yeah, <laughs> or every Monday anymore. Um, and then cons, I have to be there every other Friday. So do you um, like the- having it all sandwiched together or would you prefer it to be like every other day? So all I know is all together because from the beginning, I I think I was, I can't remember what, I think I was Tuesdays for a while in the beginning. And then I yeah. switched to Mondays and Tuesdays. And like my mentality was just like, oh, I want Mondays and Tuesdays just to get it over with. Like, yes, I had Mondays, which sucked. Like I have the Sunday scaries again. And Um, but I just like my mentality was like, just knock it out. That way you don't have to think about it the rest of the week and it's done and whatever. Um, so I do like having it just all together just to not have to think about it on those in-between days. It makes you kind of have a little break in between. Um, but I'm like, you know, I, everybody, this isn't news that like, I don't want to return to the office. Yeah. Like a lot of us, I, I really don't, but for, I'm not going to have a better case scenario than this for right now. So I think um, for the time being, I think it is a best case scenario. I think especially with, you know, trying to be like fair and equitable for, you know, our department, it makes it fair. Nobody's stuck with every Fridays or whatever. So um, I'm trying to have a positive outlook about it. It's gotten busier which helps it's really hard going into an office where the students don't come in and you're like why am I here you're telling I'm here for students where are they um so with like the pickup you know leading up to fall and students actually coming onto campus a little bit more and it being you feel like you have more of a reason to be there which helps um so just trying to be positive about it sure I mean I'm getting a little bit of the RTO scaries as well (laughs) <laughs> not that Tell I'm about your RTO. No, not that I'm like going back, but so we have a monthly meeting update with our CEO um, once a month. And at our last meeting, he basically, so I think I had told you guys that like in the beginning of the year, they were like, okay, we're going to have like a couple months where we want everybody to pick a day, like every department to pick a day and everybody should try to come in like one day a week. And then at the end of those two months, we're going to send out a survey. We want to get like the feeling on how everybody felt about it and all that stuff. So we did that. I think that ended at the end of June or something like that. They sent out a survey. Um, They said it was like the most like response that everybody, like they had like over a 90% like survey response, which like Never, you never get that kind of response for surveys, but I feel like everybody feels very strongly. usually just delete those emails. People feel super strongly about like working from home and whatnot. And so he basically like hinted at the end of the last meeting, like, hey, we're going to be making like some updates to that. Um, We want to share with you the results. And um, and then all he said was that um, whatever is discussed won't go into effect until January 1st. Well, I'm like, Well, that means something's happening because you're, 
if it doesn't mean going in more, you wouldn't say that, you know what I mean? But it so, could be like the, the policy that you have right now isn't permanent either. Is it necessarily? No. And that's the thing. It could just end it up being, be we that. want everyone to go in once a week. Like I don't yeah. have to go in. I am encouraged to go in on Wednesdays. That is the day. And I actually like going in on my Wednesdays. Like I do like going into the office. I just like doing it only like once or twice a week. (laughs) So I don't blame you. I mean, so I'm just like, oh, I'm nervous for what he's going to say. But I'm like, they hire out of like, what about all these people that don't live here? Like you hire people, you don't have to be local to work. So it's like, how much can you, and they've always, and he even said this in the moment, like, we will always be a hybrid company. Like we're never going back to this full time, blah, blah, blah. So, um, but I'm kind of like, how much can you force people to come in? And at what point do you live far enough away where that's not required? Like, it's kind of like, well, that's, yeah, I mean, you're still going to have, can you just move out of state at that point? Yeah, I'm, I don't live here anymore. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, use, use somebody else's address. So I think with the fact of so many people that don't live local, I'm like, it's never going to be a full, like, back to the office. And I know that. So I'm just curious. I bet you it'll be one or two days a week. Um, because since technically one day isn't even required, um, I think it'll be that, but I don't know. So I'm nervous. We'll be finding that out like in the next couple of weeks, I think. So. Well, you will have to keep us posted. There's so many, I know I mentioned just like, I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. It's kind of my preferred social media. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, there's so many, like just different, like trends of things that go around. Like today I was reading an article about Apple because Apple announced last week that, you know, their return to office um, policy that they're sending out and they're going to make their employees start coming back in three days a week. Like three days a week is going to be Apple's thing. And I was like, when I read it, I was kind of like, oh man, like Apple's like kind of a company that people look to and then mold their ways. And like, why? Like their employees have worked from home for two years, why are they making people in, and then that you're forced to live in the Bay area. So you can, you know, live, live near Apple. So you can go to go into work. And I just didn't understand. So then I saw a new article today that was saying that the employees are like organizing basically and starting a petition to say, we don't want to go back three days a week. So it'll be interesting to see what happens and like what kind of power a company has just to be like, look, we're Apple, take it or leave it. You don't want to work here, somebody else will, which a company like Apple has the power to do that. Not every company has the power to do that. Or do the employees have enough power to be like, you trusted us to do our jobs for two years remotely. Like, why not give people the option? You're going to hire better talent and have better options of of the hiring pool to give people. I still stand by that I'm more productive at home. Like I truly, truly am. I have so much less like distractions. Um, and I think this kind of goes into one of the things we wanted to talk about is I feel like I do more, like I'm just like taking on things. I work longer hours because I'm more likely to hop on my computer early or stay on my computer late. Cause I'm in the middle of something and I'm not trying to beat the traffic home and things like that, where I'm, when I do go into the office, I'm like watching traffic. I'm like, oh, I need to get out of here before it like gets any worse kind of thing. And, um, I know you had mentioned discussing like what's been really going around a lot on social media is, um, and you saw it, I think on LinkedIn is this trend about the quiet quitting debate. Yeah, I've been seeing it, um, a lot on LinkedIn and then also on TikTok. It's so funny, like how Gen Z with, you know, that's the majority, I believe of of the TikTok users can just like mold an opinion on something, you know, like they can, they can start talking about something and then everybody starts talking about it. And all of a sudden there's this, you know, trend of like how to act in the workplace or how to behave in the workplace. That's like just inspired by TikTok or whatever. So yeah, the quiet quitting. I was going to say for those that like, don't know, like what, how do you like give a little bit of what you feel this whole quiet quitting movement is kind of about. So the quiet quitting, I, when you, when you hear that, you basically just like the idea in your head of what it is, is like, people are just, they need jobs so they can't quit. Right. Like I'm in kind of in that boat, like can't just quit. Cause I don't like what my, what my current employer is doing or the direction they're going into. Cause I need a job. So I can't quit until I have a new job. Um, so in my mind, what I think it means is like, you just kind of stop doing your job and you just do the bare minimum until like, that's what it sounds like, but that's not really what it is. Yeah. So I think a lot of people 
are reading these articles or seeing, you know, videos and thinking that, you know, that's what this generation's all about. They're just getting paid and quitting the job, you know, doing the, the yeah. absolute least to get by when that's not it. It's basically just, you know, I think especially for millennials, like we have this work ethic where we can't turn it off. We're scared to ask for time off. We're scared we're going to get in trouble if we leave early. We were, you know, we have to send this last email. Like, I, I know it's a very millennial thing, that work ethic. And I think that quiet quitting, the idea of that is just, what are you paid to do? You're paid to do the job that you were hired to do. What is in your job description that you were you know, hired to do? And what hours are you hired to do it? Are you eight to five and paid to be a project manager of this department or whatever? Then that's what you should do. And I think it's people like, I'm not going to do something I'm not paid to do. I'm done. I'm done yeah. at five. I'm not working till nine. I'm, you know, only doing, and that it's kind of a hard, I think it's like hard for people to grasp because when somebody's done, if you've been that way forever, then that's fine. If you've had the mentality of I'm only working these hours and doing my job forever, then that's fine. But I think it's the people that have always done more and worked outside of their job duties and longer hours and whatever that are kind of like putting on the brakes, like, hold up. It- Exactly. It's exactly what we need to be doing in all areas of our life. And I think like the key word with all of it is just like boundaries. It's like building your boundaries of your job and like, and like sticking to that. And I mean, sure, there's the things that you want to take on to like, show you're a team. And that's the thing is it's like unfortunate that you have to work outside of your job to feel like you're being a team player and you're doing more so you can get that promotion and things like that. When really like, we should just be able to be good at what we were hired to do. And exactly. That's that. And it's even more frustrating, you know, it's like, it's even more frustrating when you have had that mentality and you've thought that doing more will get you more, you know, yeah. and then it doesn't like, that's even harder. So it's just funny. It's like, it's kind of like with any kind of protest or movement, you know, like you get like so fired up about it and you're like, yes, I'm going to be a quiet quitter. I'm only <laughs> going to do, you know, what I was paid to, what I was hired on to do. And I'm only going to work, you know, from seven to four, because those are my hours and I'm not doing anything else. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking for another job anyways, because they're not providing growth or opportunities for me anyways there. And it's, what do I do? I wake up every morning and I don't know how to quite quit. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> oh yeah. Like I got to work this morning and emailed my Dean and was like, I would really like to be on the implementation team for this new software that we're in. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm trying to leave. Why am, I, why am I inserting myself into this? Why am I trying to get on extra teams and boards? Yeah. And <laughs> um, But yeah, I'm, I'm curious what other people think about it because it's definitely all over the place right now. You start swiping through TikTok and it's, you know, everybody's talking about that quiet quitting debate and it is hard because we've been trained in like movies and books that we read and stuff to think like in order to get ahead you need to do more and it's like at what expense it's like the expense is like your work-life balance your mental health your over overall wellness because part of overall wellness is we need a job to survive so yes you have to work eight to five or nine to six or whatever it is but then like you also need like time off with your family and your friends and yourself and all these other things. So it's like finding that balance and feeling like, like you're not a failure for not wanting to be a workaholic, you know? Yep. For sure. That's I've told like since day one, like I could see like, there's definitely like people I work with that are like huge workaholics. I see them constantly still like posting and sending emails and stuff like all hours of the night and stuff. And it's like, yes, there are big projects I work on that I'm like willing to like do that because like, it's like, but as just like my norm on things that a hundred percent can wait for tomorrow, I just don't read them. I don't respond because I'm like, I don't want to set that precedence. Like I want to have my boundaries of like, I need my night to like, I don't want to start like Cause these are the things that then affect your relationships and mm-hmm. your personal life and things like that. And I'm like, no, I need to know where, yes, there are times that I can be flexible like that, but overall it's just tacos. Like it can wait till tomorrow. So <laughs> and um, Mexican pizzas, Laura, I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's just definitely, um, yeah, we'll have to share for those who might not like be as, um, in the know or have heard much about that. We'll have to share some like TikToks and stuff about it on, um, our social media when this episode airs. Absolutely. And with that in typical Laura fashion, um, brought out the water pick this morning cause I've go to the dentist tomorrow. So I thought, Hey, it's a good day to start using that water <laughs> pick again. So that way, when your dentist says, have you been flossing? You're like, no, I've been using a water pick. Yeah. He's like even better. Exactly. And so, <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, I like brought it out this morning and then I used it again after lunch. Cause I actually did have, cause I forget, I need to just keep it more. Ha- it's not even not handy, but like keeping it out. Cause I had a piece of meat stuck in my tooth, like after lunch that was making me crazy. That water pit gets it out in like two seconds. Oh yeah. It, that thing's a beast. Oh my God. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to the dentist tomorrow. I should probably start using the water pick again. <laughs> and I'm like, I need to use this more often. It's like the best. Like, are you good at using your water pick? I'm pretty good at using it. Um, overall, I, so I don't like flossing. Like, first of all, it's just, it hurts. First of all, like, I feel like the older you get, the more sensitive your gums are and your gums bleed. And yeah. it's just like, I don't like it. Um, where the water pick doesn't do any of that. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't make your gums bleed. And it like gets all the stuff out. Way well, mine hurts so sometimes if I have it up too high on accident and like hit the right spot. Oh no. Like the nerves. Well, not that I just like, if I, I don't know. I just like today, like right between my two front teeth, like I had gotten it like hard, like too close. And it just, and I had the power up too high and it was just like a quick, like, ouch. And it like bled for like a half a second, but oh no, um, I don't know. I'm just like dreading going to the dentist tomorrow. I had, so I'm so mad. I had finally found a dentist that I was like obsessed with. And then I switched jobs and they're not in my network. And so I was like, I finally, in the last like couple of years have like finally found like an amazing dentist and now I can't even go to them anymore. And so when I was due to go to them in December or January, I was like, I was trying, cause you can like submit to your insurance to try to get like a per like dentist. your dentist, like added to the network. And so like, I gone went through that process probably in like February or something. And then like couple months, and then like, I keep just like putting it off and then I'm like, okay, like nothing's happened with it yet. I need to just find another one in the meantime. So I like went to one of my local groups on Facebook and like, I just searched dentists and there was tons of like people who were like looking for a local dentist. I found one that was like mentioned the most. (laughs) I went to their Yelp. They looked amazing, looked on my network. They're on it. So I'm going to try that tomorrow. But I, I just, most of the time I have like a pleasant dentist experience like it's not like I have a ton of teeth issues but I just hate doing it it's definitely not fun um I get I never used to have dentist anxiety like I've always done it the dentist has always been easy for me I've always been really lucky I've never had cavities I usually just go have you never had a cavity never that's insane to me. So I did not think that was like a normal thing, but Annie doesn't have, has never had a cavity either. And I'm just like, what the hell? I just, I know it's a genetic thing too. I think it some is. people just are like super fortunate. Um, unfortunately my parents have had a lot of teeth work and I don't, I mean, had my, I have cavities. I've had a root canal or two. Like I definitely, but overall, most of the time I come out with a clear bill of health. <laughs> you know, it's, it's definitely, um, genetic and hereditary because I my mom has no cavities my mom is you know like 66 I think and has never had a cavity and then my dad just you know cav all anything wrong that can happen to your teeth has gone wrong with my dad and so my sister's had a lot of um teeth issues too but yeah it's like the dentist has always been easy for me like I've always just gone and they take the x-rays and then they like check your teeth and they pick stuff out of it and then they clean it and you rinse and you go you know (laughs) Like it's, Ugh, it's so always jealous. that, but the older, I swear I'm like, the older I get, the more sensitive I am. Like I used to not even flinch. Like they just do whatever. And now, you know, there's certain things where I'm like, oh my God, like I didn't even realize like that area yeah. of my mouth or gums or teeth or whatever is sensitive. So I get a little bit of that anxiety now, just because like, I, I know how bad it hurts. Like when they do yeah. hit a sensitive spot or whatever. So it's like, I'm kind of like just tense waiting for it. 
Um, but I know people have it way worse at the dentist too. So I kind of just try to try to suck it up. My dentist is on time. He's quick. He's all of that. So I'm like, some people could have to sit here for an hour thinking about it. And I'm in and out in like 25 minutes. So I am You're in and out of the dentist in 25 minutes. Oh yeah. I've never waited. I've usually taken in early for my appointment. They like immediately do x-rays. I immediately sit like they're on it. And that was not my dentist growing up. My dentist growing up, I would be there for like an hour. Oh my God. I should give you my dentist. Well, I go tomorrow morning at eight. So depending on how that goes, I'll let you know if I'm still looking. Because <laughs> that's the thing well, I feel I like last it. time I was looking, like I went to a different dentist. No, I had another person I liked, but it was because I moved to Orange County and I was like, hey, well, I'm not driving over an hour to go to the dentist just because I like the guy. So that's why I looked for another. But before him, like I went to like three or four different dentists. Like I'd go, nope, don't like this one. So then six months later, I'd try somebody new and... I'm just hoping it's a good, they had really good reviews and stuff. So I'm just hoping it works out. It's like two minutes from my house. So it just will be best if it works. So fingers crossed. Um, so we met Jordan's mom over the weekend. Well, not we, I wasn't there, but you did. <laughs> yes. Tell me I about did. it. How'd it go? What did you guys do? Give me the scoop. Cause we haven't it even went- chatted. I know it went so good. So I had posted in our Facebook group, which if you don't follow, we'll say it again. We are like, we're the worst. We're like so on and off with how often we post there, but I've been trying to be better lately, but I posted like a wish me good luck. Like I'm, you know, meeting his mom today. And then I ended up, um, someone in the group gave a suggestion that was like, if you just want to do like a nice gesture, like you could pick up like a Trader Joe's flower, um, bouquet or something. So I ended up doing that. So that went over oh. real well, oh, okay. $7.99 well spent. Um, but yeah, she was so sweet. She's got like, just, she's just like a mom. Like she was so sweet. Um, and so welcoming and just like not weird right off the bat, like right off the bat, it was like, Oh, this is going to be fine. Yeah. So Friday we, um, we went to SoFi stadium and we parked in the tailgate lot and brought all all kinds of tailgate stuff and had our own little like party of three tailgate for the game and then went to the Rams preseason game. I'm curious. So that was a lot of fun. I have to know how much are they charging for a tailgate lot on a preseason game? So preseason was 60. Okay. That's not too bad. I which guess is way less than regular. <laughs> I forgot what yeah. regular is, but I mean, regular parking, like not tailgate parking, but just regular parking is like a hundred bucks. You can't even season. get tailgate parking is like, it gets like it's first come first or it's get offered to season ticket holders first and it's already sold out. Like, so as a fan who doesn't have season tickets, I will never be able to go just like get a tailgate spot, which yeah. is so lame, but it was so fun. I was like, I don't ever want to go to a, another game without doing that. Cause it just like adds, you know, two or three hours to your outing and yeah, makes it, like, tailgates feel- are fun. Oh, it was a blast. Yeah, it was so, so much fun. fun. And the, it was nice because it's like, yeah, it's priest. I'm not like a big Rams fan, anyways. I love Cooper Cup because he's from Yakima. Yeah, we and I like um <laughs> I like um what's his name? Aaron Donald. Aaron Is Donald. Uh-huh. Yeah, like those are like the two Rams players that I really like. Um, but it, of course they didn't play because it's preseason. Yeah. Um, but it's nice because you can get like tickets for um really really cheap like you could sit in the nosebleeds for like six bucks for a preseason and we splurged a little bit more and sat club level so I'm not sure exactly how much they cost but it's definitely like by far less than it would cost to sit in the regular season so that's what I I meant to ask you if you guys sat club because based on the picture you sent I had like or posted I had like showed Jeff I was like this looks like our exact seats we sat at for Kenny Chesney because it was club level and it was like kind of at that like 30-ish yard line and I was like I remember when we went I was like I want to sit here for a football game and then when he posted I was like that looks like exactly where we sat for the concert yes it was really really good seats um which it was just it was so much fun I had a blast I'm like that was not that I didn't think it was going to be fun but it was like way more fun than I thought yeah it was going to be that was Friday and then Saturday she really wanted to go to the beach but um we were like trying to figure out does she want like a full beach day or does she want like just to go to the beach you know and so she wasn't feeling like a full beach day so we just decided to go down to Laguna Beach and kind of like walk around and 
walk through the shops and um we like took her to the sands so she could like go put her feet in the water because no more beach in Texas anymore. Yeah. Um, and then we had lunch at a rooftop restaurant, your favorite rooftop restaurant in Laguna. And then that night it was super fun. We came back. We were like tired. We walked so much in Laguna uh-huh. and then walked a lot the day before and got home at, you know, midnight the night before. So we were just tired. So we came back and hung out for a little bit and then ended up getting the UFC fight and just ordering pizza. And his mom's like, cool. Like we sat on his patio and watched the fight outside and she hung out the whole fight and um and then Sunday we went to we went and had um a sushi lunch and did some window shopping and then hung out by his pool for a little bit and then um it was cute he remember the first thing he ever made me he ever cooked for me meatloaf meatloaf from Costco Costco meatloaf yeah it was was putting it in the oven so he um he like went and got that because he wanted to like make it for his mom too. So he, and he called it like a Sunday family dinner. So we did a little Sunday family dinner and she made her her canned um, green beans and corn with it. And cute. yeah, it was cute. So we did that. And then I got home really late. And um, but no, it was it was a lot of fun. She's very, very, very sweet. I like her a lot. Um And I'm like, I'm sad she doesn't live closer. It'd be nice to like hang out with them more. Yeah. Well, that's, um, I'm glad everything went really well. And that's like, so good. And now next up, meet the pops. Yes, that is the next step. So we'll, we'll see when that happens. And for some reason, I feel like that's just even more intimidating. Nah, I feel like (laughs) the dads are always easier when it comes to guys. Like, I feel like moms are like what I'm always more nervous about. True. That's but. true. So I got it over with. Yeah, for sure. Um, so last week we recorded Monday night last week. And then like, I remember you were just kind of like in a funk and Tuesday we had been like talking and stuff and you were just like, you were not a vibe. <laughs> I, I was not a vibe. Like I was not vibing at all. And, um, I was just kind of trying to make you feel better, but it was just like, nothing seemed to be really like working. And then like the next day you were just, um, you were like, okay, I need to like freaking shift my mindset. Like what triggered you to finally do this? Like, it's been about a week. How have you been feeling since then? Like, let's kind of talk about that. Cause I feel like it was when, when we were talking through it last week, I was like, I feel like this is super relatable. We should talk about it on the podcast because like, sometimes you do just get in those punks. You're like, there's nothing specific wrong with me. Like this sucks. Like, why do I feel like this? Yes. That was completely me, except I knew what was wrong. Like I knew what the problem was and has been. And like, there's been so many, like, there's been so many, like almost there's, and then like defeat trying to like get to where I want to go. So I knew what the problem was. Um, but with the problem that was out of my control and knowing it was out of my control, like my attitude just sucked. Right. Like we talked about that last week about how like your attitude can like make or break any situation. Like, no, not every situation that you're ever in, in every area of your life is a good situation. It's not like roses and butterflies every single day in every single area of your life, but your attitude can like make things either worse or better. And my attitude was making it worse. So that wasn't fun. Um, so I was like, well, I'm not, you know, I, I don't have control over this, that, and the other at work, but I do have control over like my attitude about it. And I can, you know, just the decision to have a better attitude about it doesn't mean that I've like given up on looking for anything else. That's very much not the case, but just having a better attitude can make me like wake up in the morning and feel better every single day. So that's what I've been doing. And it's been a lot better. Like even with the, you know, this announcement of the increase in days of the week, I, you know, had a better attitude about that. Like, no, I didn't want that, but just trying to make the most of it, like best case scenario for a situation that there wasn't a best case. Um, yeah, no, I'm definitely feeling better. I'm just trying to be more positive. And maybe now, like you're going to be going back three days a week. So maybe when you're looking for a job, like you're just like, hope is that it's no more than like two days a week in the office because that still would be an improvement. Like, um, I agree. 
So it, rather than saying like, no, I want to be home five days a week. Like maybe if that does mean the minimum of like just going in one or two days a week, like, Hey, well, that's better than my current situation. Um, but, Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you've been having a better week. I was like, Thank so sad for you, you know. last week. Cause I know you were like, <laughs> you were roughing it. So uh, I was roughing it. So def- definitely feels good to be feeling a little bit more myself and a little bit better. Yeah. Um, I mean, not to go into another like negative topic, but um, let's chat wellness updates. Oh gosh. Do we have any wellness updates? Do you have any wellness updates, Laura? Okay. Oh, let's chat. (laughs) Um, So no, I don't, to be honest. Like I still have not, like I get my notifications that pop up on my phone every day. Like, Hey Laura, track your lunch. Hey Laura, track your dinner. Like those little reminders that like I had set with the lose it app so that I would make sure that I was like in those busy days, it'd be like, Oh, I do need to go in and check, check, track my lunch or whatever. Um, I really just, I'll like go, I'll be like randomly like, Oh, I'm going to track today. And I'll like do really good tracking that day. And then the next morning, like I'll track my breakfast and then I like completely fall off again. So I've still yet to get back into doing like consistent tracking. Um, yesterday Jeff and I like had a huge heart to heart in the pool again um I was just like I finally told him I was like I I know we like talked about this like back in March where I was considering doing the weight loss surgery again and he was like just give it and that's when he was like just give it like 30 days he's like let's try to like get back on it and like do it and we did and I did and I was doing really great and so I was like this is fantastic. And then I lasted three months and I completely fell off again. And probably the 15 pounds I lost or whatever it was just shy of 12, 13 pounds. Like I'm sure I've probably gained most of it, if not all of it back. Um, so I basically told him yesterday, I was like, I just really think like, I need to just like do this tool, do something like more. And, um, I had been like, I'm the type where I like sit on it for a couple weeks. I've been doing a ton of research. I've been talking to people like, cause I follow and have a lot of followers that have done it. Um, I have friends that have done it. Um, I was trying to like research with my insurance and like, um, research different doctors and stuff like that. So I was definitely like getting into that mental like mode before talking to Jeff about it. And he was like, he basically was like, I'm never going to tell you like, you should or shouldn't do something. Um, I already know his like thoughts and I know he would like, he hates to see me like go through something so extreme, but he's like, if that's like the tool you think you need, like, he's like, I fully support you and I want you to do what like is going to make you happy. And like, he doesn't, he's fully supportive of me no matter what I do anytime. And he's like, I know it's freaking hard. He's like, cause he has the same struggles I do. And we know we're both not great for each other sometimes in that sense. And it's really, really hard. So, um, I know I've been talking about it a lot more on Instagram just because, um, I think I posted like one thing and then now it's just triggered like tons of questions I've been getting about it. So I've been like answering a lot of like anonymous questions on things and it's just had a lot of people reaching out to me, which has been nice. And, um, I've had a ton of people and by time, like probably like four or five, like, we're like, why don't you guys have like a guest of somebody on? And I'm like, I would love that. I don't want to put like, I don't know if you are interested in having a guest of like something that you don't have any interest in. So I don't even know if like, I mean, if this is something that people are interested in, then I, I say absolutely. And it sounds like a lot of people are, you know, a lot of our listeners um are, you know, from the community of people you know, trying to lose weight, find ways to do it. And even though that might not be somebody's way that they want to do it, it's still an interesting topic. It's still another way that, you know, yeah. um, I think it would just be, I'd want to find somebody who um, has like gone through it. Want to know what got them to that point and what um, their pros and their cons that they faced with it and things like that. Um, There's actually one girl I follow. I just, this just came to my mind. I think she has a podcast and it's with another girl that also had weight loss. Maybe we could have both of them. I don't know. I'll have to look. I could be remembering that wrong, but I feel like they have a podcast like about this, but I don't know what it's called. So I can't even like say it. Um, But I feel like I remember, I feel like I remember seeing that on Instagram. So I'm thinking out loud here, 
But um, so it's definitely like, cause I'm just like, I'm just so unhappy and I feel like I'm just not, I'm not doing it and I need to because it's just going to keep getting worse and I'm going to continue to be unhappy and. <sighs> yeah, you, de you definitely, you know, it's, it's, I see, um, I like Anthony, for example, Anthony's been on our podcast a couple of times. He's had questions about this recently. I don't know if you've noticed on his, yeah. um, the questions and like, people are so judgy about this. Like people are so judgy. Like if this is what you end up deciding to do, like they'll judge you on it. It's like, why, like, why, why is this why is this route that somebody would choose to take for their own health and to better, better their health and their, you know, life in general? Like, why would that be something that you would judge somebody on? I, I don't understand. It's not a lazy option. Do you think somebody's just like decided to not try anything for their entire life? And then one day just decide, oh, let's go extreme and go the surgery route. Like, no, like these are exactly. struggles people have. I wish I'm trying to, somebody said something in my, they messaged me something today. Oh, and I was like, you know, it's so right. So one of our listeners, um, I don't want to like shout her out cause she doesn't do her Instagram account. Isn't, um, weight loss, related. weight loss focus. So I don't want to just like shout out her, but she is one of our listeners and she, um, she had gastric bypass, um, in 2020 and she has had like amazing success. I think she's lost like 120 pounds or something like that. 114 pounds. She's fully maintained it. She looks incredible, but when her and I were going back and forth all morning and then I just like that, she said, it's a crazy journey. And after years of toying with the idea, this has changed everything. My years of yo-yo dieting screwed up my metabolism and this completely reset it. I'm a huge advocate of medical intervention. We rely on medical breakthroughs for so many other diseases that we shouldn't be ashamed to use surgery to help us fight with obesity as well. And I thought that was like a good point. Like this, like it is an extreme and yes, there are things we could do to make it better. But, and I don't know, I could sit here and talk about this week after week after week for the next six months and end up not doing it again. Cause I've done that in the past, but I am highly considering it again. I have a doc, like an actual doctor's appointment next month. So oh, wow. I plan, what I said, Oh, wow. Not like for weight loss surgery, just like oh, a normal, like, thought... no, just gotcha. like a general practitioner, like my just normal doctors. Gotcha. And so when I go in at that time, I'll probably chat with them about it if I don't, because I think you have to, with insurance, you usually have to go through your general doctor first. And then, so if I'm still mentally in that space at the time, like I'll definitely talk to my doctor about it then. So we'll see. Absolutely. Well, keep us posted. We will look <sighs> into, um, seeing if we can get a guest on, let us know if that's something you're, you're interested in. Mm -hmm. And I, I do think it's a good topic. I think it's a topic that would interest a lot of people. Okay. Um, what about you? So what's for me, your latest? For me, I'm like, I get so frustrated too, because when I feel on it, like I feel so on it, like I get like these like highs, right? Like I'm like, I know. why can't we keep that? Cause I I'm the same way. It's so crazy. Like I get these highs where I'm like, oh my God, I'm back into working out and I feel so good because I'm like making it a habit again. Now it's a habit and I'm like so on it and I'm taking my lunch to work and blah, 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 blah. And then as soon as you fall off, it's so hard to get back on. It's like, so that's why like that mentality that I have too of wanting, wanting to enjoy my weekends and be like stricter during the week is like, I don't know if that's it either, you know, and I, I'm not trying to be like textbook. That's it. Or this account tells you that you shouldn't be like that. I'm trying to be like, what works for me? <laughs> yeah. I don't care what works for you. I'm trying to figure out what works for me. So if what works for me is to be super strict Monday through Thursday and then rock it on the weekends, then that works for me. But if it's not working for me, then I need to switch it up. But I don't care what works for you. I need to know what works for me basically yeah. is kind of where I'm at. But obviously what I'm doing isn't working. So like that mentality doesn't work either. And it's, you know, for a long time I tried, um, like I was leaving Jordan's house Sunday, like late morning ish. Right. So I was like, I just needed, I need either like friend time on Sunday where like I go and hang out with a friend or I need like me time where I go yeah. 
and I would go to the grocery store and I would meal prep and blah, blah, blah. Well, I've been staying later at his house on Sunday so that we got an extra day together. And it's like, there goes all of my grocery shopping, meal prepping, meal planning. Everything has just been out the window for the past three weeks. And it's like, I'm really struggling with that too. That's like, I want to spend more time with my boyfriend, but I also want to do this. And it's like that whole, like living 30 minutes away. And it's not easy for me to do there it, it is a struggle you know and you know so- what helps the balance of like balancing your relationship and having me time and not feeling like so constricted to that schedule what? moving in together <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that well that that's on the radar someday no no, no date no yeah. <laughs> no plans but it's something we've talked to we've talked about that like that is a goal we just haven't talked about when or anything. Yeah. And then I know, I know that'll make it easier, you know, because it's all fun when we're together and we're just spending time together. We're not doing our own things to prepare our lives for the week. We're just together. And then when I leave, then we prepare for the week, you know, separately, but I will say that was like one of the night, not to be like completely like derailing this conversation into something else but I will say that was one of my favorite things about moving in together is not feeling like I had to dedicate every weekend to Jeff like we still obviously were together most weekends but it was like you felt like you could easily like plan other things other days like because you're with each other like seven days a week so like agreed you're more likely to still plan something on a Friday or Saturday with a friend because like that's when you guys can easily make something available because you're not feeling like I only have these like 48 hours with you and I want to like make the most of it. And so. Right. Yeah. But so I went, I went on. Not a, to a say that like, moving in makes it easier to meal prep. No, and no, out, clearly it doesn't. It sounds like the people that say like, Oh, we have kids. It'll make everything better. Totally. But yeah, no, I, I do agree that, you know, that does make it easier when you don't have to worry about what time I'm going to go home and when do I place the grocery order and then what time do I have to get home in order to cook and prep and whatever. Yeah. So I, I had gone on this Facebook group that I follow and I had written just like, I'm, here's the thing. I don't want you to tell me that I should get home earlier and meal prep. And I don't want you to tell me that I should place a grocery order on Saturday night. So it's ready on Sunday. I don't want you to tell me that. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what I'm asking. I'm not asking you to, for, to tell me solutions Problem to solve. change my lifestyle. Yeah. I'm asking for ideas of really freaking simple. I don't have to cook shit. I just need to tell me what, what I can place at a target order and pick it up and throw it in a bag and take it to work the next day. That's what I want you to tell me. Like I made it perfectly clear and people yeah. listened, thank God. But, um, I was just like, what are freaking easy things? Like what are yogurts that are low calorie that I can buy and bring and, and with strawberries or something in the morning and what are lunch options that take zero effort that I can just have. So I have a, a few ideas now and of course, you know, I, I didn't get home from his house until eight last night. I'm doing this. I'm going to dinner after this. We're going tomorrow. So this week's also. Yeah. So <laughs> this week's Wednesday off the table. Shot. So maybe next week. So maybe next week, maybe Wednesday, maybe I'll, maybe I'll kick in on a Wednesday instead of a Monday, but it is hard. But I think um, the most, the most exciting idea I got, which sometimes it's not, it's not even that it's new. It's not like somebody like blew your mind with a new idea. It's just like reminding you of something that's good and delicious and easy and, and whatever that you haven't used in a while. Um, but somebody reminded me of like Costco rotisserie chickens. They're like $4.99, buy it, let it cool, take all the chicken off and you can, you know, bring it by itself with dip it in barbecue sauce or throw it in a wrap or whatever. And it's like, Oh my God, Cause sometimes I get sick of lunch meat. Like sometimes I'll have yeah. it for like two days and I'm like over it where that rotisserie chicken, it's like meatier, it's heartier. Like I feel like I wouldn't get as sick of that as I would lunch meat. So I'm like, I need to be a big girl and go to Costco more often than I currently do. And like a once a week Costco trip and just buy a rotisserie chicken once a week. And at least for my on-campus days when I'm away from home and it's harder to worry about, at least I have that. Yeah. While I'm out. So that's my goal. I'm hoping by Wednesday I can make it to Costco, buy a rotisserie chicken, and that can kind of float me through the rest of the week. Oh, they're so freaking good too. I oh, so good. yesterday I went to the store yesterday or the day before, and I was um definitely and they didn't have they were like sold out of grapes, which I thought was weird, but I was like, I need to make that chicken light craving, not light craving, what sweet and savory. Who is the oh um I think it's skinny-ish, skinny-ish Oh, dish, it was a skinny-ish dish recipe. You're right. 
for um that chicken salad I was like I need to make that again like especially during the summer it's so So freaking good. good and that was like so easy like threw that recipe together in like 15 minutes Oh yeah. And it was it, so good all week. Like it, it yes. just gets better as it sits in the fridge. Yeah. Totally. See, that's another thing. Remember, remember I was the one to bring that up and now I've forgotten about it. It's funny how you like forget about things. Like I know. you're so obsessed and into something. And then the second you stop making it or buying it, you just forget it exists. We need to make like a note in our phone. Like when you really love an easy recipe, just like put it in the list. So like when you're trying to think of meals for the week, you just go through that little bulleted list in your notes and be like, oh, I'll make this for lunches this week. Oh, I haven't had this in a couple months. I'll make this for dinner or whatever. Absolutely. Oh, anyways, what else you got for us this week, Steph? Well, I have a little bit. This is just going to be a quick overview, but there's a little bit of influencer drama that's been going on. Like, Talk there's to a me. couple influencers. Um, one of them is kind of in the Weight Watchers community. Like, she she was like kind of like not to judge, but kind of to judge. She was one of those like girls that I feel like used Weight Watchers to become an influencer, but whatever. I just won't say her name. If you follow her, you know who she is. Um, But basically she had grown. I think that's annoying to use Weight Watchers to grow your account. But once she did have an account, her account's great. Like she works her butt off with her account. She makes great, great reels, does all, she's like kind of a fashion influencer now. She's, she's fine. Um, But her account with like 30, I think she had like 35,000 followers, something like that completely got wiped like influence Instagram just like took it down took everything everything she's created every post every reel every single follower everything deleted her account and so let's put it this way I have like 5,000 and I would have a mental breakdown if that happened to me I would if that ever happened to me that because like sometimes I feel like sometimes I feel over it you know like sometimes I'm like at what point am I just gonna like not do Instagram (laughs) Anymore, no, as long you know? as we're doing a podcast, you're continuing to do Instagram, <laughs> damn it. Oh, yeah. No, but I do have those thoughts. I'm like, how do you just stop? Like, how do yeah. you just stop? It? So I feel like if that were to ever happen to me, I'd be like, okay, that's that's a sign, you know, I guess I'm done. But um, so she ended up starting like a new page because she was going through um Instagram and, and appealing and they were like denying, denying. They're like, you're not getting your account back. Like you, you violated. So they were the actually rules. responding to her? Mm-hmm. And, and so they told her she like violated the guidelines or whatever, and she can't have it. So basically she started a new account um, and, and has been growing that and growing it fast. She's had a lot of support, but basically the reason that she had her account taken down was because she shared a dupe of a handbag. So she didn't say which one she's been kind of vague, but she reshared this other influencer that had the exact same thing happen to her. She also got her account taken down for sharing, you know, a like to know it link of a dupe handbag. And so I was able to figure out what this dupe handbag was and it sold at Walmart. It's like 35 bucks. And I believe it's a Louis, I think it's a dupe of a Louis Vuitton. Oh, I know um, exactly but- what bag I've seen people post about. I know exactly what bag you're talking about. Oh, and that yeah. was, that's what she was saying. She's like, and it's kind of stupid because bag. That $35 Walmart bag doesn't even say Louis Vuitton. Like, no, it so it's not even, it. it's the not even like similar. a That's replica. It. It's just a dupe of it. Like, oh my God. So it was over that bag. When you it told me this, over- I had not seen this and I had not heard about it. And oh my God, I assumed it was like somebody getting like legit replicas of handbags. No, like, because that's what I thought at first too. I'm that's like, stupid. Cool. It looks too classy to be like going to New York and like buying bags off the street and selling them. So no, that's what it was. It was the Walmart thing. And so I even went and I'm like, I had one in my cart at Walmart and I'm like, I don't want one. <laughs> and then I, I decided not to get it. But I was just like, how crazy, like, it's, it's bizarre to me what Instagram lets fly and what they don't. I know. Like, like there's, how do you know people share all the time? Like if you go watch makeup videos, like I used to watch makeup videos on YouTube all the time. I never do anymore, but that was like my favorite kind of video was when a you like a YouTuber would do like, here's a dupe of the Kylie lip, lip kit or whatever. And you could yeah. buy a $6 drugstore lipstick. That was like a, an equal color and everything to like, you know, a $30 lipstick. Like I freaking loved those. And then did have your account be at risk just because you found something that's similar like to another brand but cheaper and you're not 
I guess they're saying because she can get commission off of it. Because at first I was like, this doesn't make sense to me. But if she is posting a like to know it link. And she was. technically making money off of it. But it's this is so insane to me. Oh, that's it's not like she created the dupe. It's not like she's like a handbag designer and created a dupe and is like selling it. Like Walmart created it. So she just assumed like Walmart's a huge retailer. If Walmart's creating it and not getting sued well, that we know of, I with guess. Walmart, then... On Walmart's website, it's kind of like Amazon. Like people can sell stuff through the Walmart storefront. Like you can, oh. you'll notice things that'll, it'll be like through the Walmart website, but it'll be like sold by like XYZ. So it's not actually like a Walmart product. Like it's not coming from Walmart's warehouses and stuff. I have noticed that in the past. Okay, so that might have been it. So I know that's happened to a few influencers. So um, I'm not a fashion influencer. I rarely share any fashion. And when I do, it's usually really boring. It's like a white tank top or something. But if you are in listening and you are in the business of sharing things that you find on your like to know it or whatever, um, just be careful. You don't want, you know, all of your hard work of, you know, years of getting a following and your posts you've done and all of your creating that you've done to go away. So um, I think it's, a, I think it's a good, we don't really ever read the guidelines when we sign up for things like this. Yeah. Like, have you ever once read the terms and the guidelines of your, of Instagram? No, no. And I still don't feel that I personally need to, but if you are trying to make a business, oh, that was another thing. She had just quit her job. So she had just quit her full-time job to go full, full-time influencer. She was making and that kind of money. And didn't you and say she had house. a huge, oh my God. And she had a huge like sponsor lined up. And then after she lost the account, they pulled out and they were like, no, we don't she want had, to do it. She had, I think it was five sponsors that were like kind of, or uh, brands that she was working with that she was contracted with. And I think if I'm remembering right, three of the five brands agreed to continue working with her on her new page. And two of them were like, nope, we're out. Oh, that sucks. So be careful. If you are trying to make Instagram a business and help it pay your bills and are going to talk about quitting your job make sure that you are reading the fine print and crossing your t's and dotting your i's because the to have your livelihood taken away from you and i mean she was getting like a lawyer involved and sending you know get sending letters from a lawyer and stuff and there was just nope you can't have your account back it's gone that's crazy and like not even warnings and stuff no I wonder if they're like being sued by Louis Vuitton like Instagram's being sued by Louis Vuitton or something could that be a possibility I don't know this is crazy it Um, is crazy I've heard a lot of crazy stories about the replica world and things being shut down and it's nuts and I mean to be those big brands it's like I get it but at the same time like like you said a warning like Instagram could have just told her like hey what you're doing here's our guidelines. Like what you're doing isn't okay. Stop doing it. And then after being warned, then take it down or whatever, because I'm sure somebody that like is using Instagram as like their livelihood wouldn't do something that they're not knowingly not supposed to do. Um, but yeah, it's freaking crazy. Well, Steph, I have to be real right now. So what? not, not like actually be real, but before we move on to your quote, we're going to take a be real photo right now. So smile. Smiling. <laughs> Ding. All right. If you guys aren't following, that was Laura's Flavor of the Week a couple weeks ago. The be that real last app. week. <laughs> last week. Oh, by the time this comes out, it'll be two weeks. I guess. Right? That's... I don't no, know. It'll... Mind. A week. A week or two weeks. Oh, no, you're right. Two weeks. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Hit us with your quote of the week. You got anything for us? I do have a quote of the week. My quote of the week, it's kind of similar to one that I shared about three weeks ago. um, But I feel like this is my vibe as far as quotes um, go. Which, first of all, should we tell people we gave my quote of the week? We were like, what do we call it? If we're doing this every week, it it needs a name. It needs a name. Annie, we need a jingle. Um, (laughs) Um, but we decided to name it needed to hear that because honestly, the feedback that we were getting every time we shared this quote, like the majority of people that would comment on it were like, I needed to hear that. So we gave it a name. This is your needed to hear that quote of the week. And it is 
Time is too valuable to be wasted on anything less than love, good vibes, and happiness. Love so, it. Short and sweet. Perfect. So that is on the Instagram account is the Roberta show. I love her account. And basically it's just telling you to like, stop wasting your time, be intentional with your actions, like make decisions for your own life that are like directly affecting your happiness and overall well-being in your life. And this is not just talking about weight loss. This is not just talking about relationships. This is not just talking about finances. It's like any goal you have in your life, like assign time to that goal. And if, if you have, you know, that quote that people always say about Beyonce, like we have the same 24 hours a day, yeah. as Beyonce, you know, and it's like, what is Beyonce doing with her, with her 24 hours versus what are we? Yes. We know Beyonce is a chef and a nanny and a, yeah. all these things that make it easy for her. But, but I guarantee Beyonce isn't spending hours watching reality TV and sitting on Instagram. <laughs> absolutely not. So quote of the week, I'll say it one more time. Cause Laura always asks. Yep. Time is too valuable to be wasted on anything less than love, good vibes, and happiness. Perfect. Should we talk really quick about how we annoyed somebody? <laughs> oh, I get one every time, and I always screenshot it and send it to Steph. But apparently, I, we're cringy. They said we were awkward and cringy when I say, "Is it that time, Steph?" Hit it. <laughs> flavor of the week (laughs) all right Steph what's your flavor of the week (laughs) my flavor of the week is a Costco fun so get your butts to Costco um okay if you guys like the sparkling ice drinks like that they sell at regular grocery stores they're usually like a buck each at the grocery store Costco sells them in the Kirkland brand, a 24 pack. I can't remember the price. And Laura and I spent like 10 minutes Googling and trying to find it. Um, but I found the Costco business center price, which was $15.99. So it's less than that for 25. I still think it's like 10 to 12. I think it's 10 to 12. It's no less than 10 and no more than 12 for sure. So you get 24 of them for like 10 to 12 bucks. And they're so good. The flavors they come in are like, a black raspberry flavor, a kiwi strawberry, and an orange mango. And they're freaking delicious. They taste just like the sparkling ice. So good. So good. Just zero calories, no added sugar. Amazing. Go buy you a pack. And they do sometimes sell like fun, like in the summertime, like they'll sell a different pack that has fun flavors. Yeah. Um, so check them out. It's such a good deal. 24 of them for thank you for bucks. reminding me to buy these again because Jeff and I for a good year we're buying these like crazy and we got kind of sick of them so we stopped buying them for a while and then my coke zero game got upped after that (laughs) so I totally want to buy these in because it has been a good probably year or two since we bought them and they really are so good and you can't beat that price you cannot beat that price um Laura what is your flavor of the week so mine um it was I thought of this one based on a question you asked on your Instagram. And I think we might've even kind of talked about this last week. I asked you to bring a tinted moisturizer. Did you bring me one? So I did. Um, So when you, so, oh, that's right. Cause last week, your flavor of the week was a foundation. And I made the comment, I have never used foundation. Um, I'm all about the tinted moisturizers. I have used a ton of them from drugstore to, um, name brand. I don't stay really committed. I've never found one where I was just like, there's nothing better. Like I kind of go with what I find on sale. And this was part of the, like when Ulta does their big, like annual sale. So I got this for 50% off. So I think I paid like 14 something. It's usually 29 bucks. It's urban decays, hydromaniac, glowy tinted hydrator. And I've just been loving it. I've been using it now for a couple of months. I don't, I'm not like This is like, I put it on to go to work or if I'm going out, like I don't wear anything like this every day, but I have very blotchy red tone face. Like, so I just like using a tinted moisturizer to basically just like even out my skin tone. It's really the only reason I like wear it. So, um, this one, I just dab it all over my face, rub it in and call it a day. I need to try it. Yeah, I, it's, I it's think a I go to Richter with the 
Like I wear makeup every single day because I struggle with the same thing. I have like that uneven skin tone and I'm just like, but I know foundation fixes it. So, yeah. But sometimes it's just so heavy. You want something That's, lighter. I just don't like that feeling of feeling like something's on my face. Like I want it to feel like I'm literally just putting like moisturizer on my face and then I just don't even know it's there. Um, there's a CoverGirl one I can tell you about that um, I feel is a really, that's been like my favorite of like store brands that I found that are like less than 10 bucks. Burt's Bees has a good one that I've liked. Like there's a lot of them out there. I've tried many of them. Um, but this is my current fave, Urban Decay Hydromaniac Glowy Tinted Hydrator. Mouthy. You try it. That is mouthy. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Wine Over Matter podcast. If you don't already, you should join us in our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter and request to join. If you listen on Apple Podcasts or have an iTunes account, don't forget, take a moment, leave us a five-star rate interview. We greatly appreciate it. You can even rate us on Spotify now. And if you don't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod. Thanks again. And we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.